Hello, hello, happy one year anniversary to the Young Entrepreneur Mindset and Angel. Thank you so much for having this platform for all of us to share our message and also for allowing the listeners to receive, to receive all the goodness that the experts have to share, to receive so much knowledge for people to grow in their own journey. Thank you for all that. Thank you. Thank you. And many more anniversaries to come. Yay. I want to give a huge shout out to Angel and the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast for reaching this one-year milestone. Congrats to all your success and the growth of the podcast so far. I want to thank you once again for supporting me and my business and also for giving me the opportunity to share my knowledge with your audience. Really appreciate that, man. Listen, I know this podcast is going to continue to grow and flourish. So congrats again, bro. Take care. What is up, Angel? Mr. Santos. I just want to say congratulations, first off, on one year with the Young Entrepreneur's Mindset Podcast, man. I remember when you first brought me on, I had never been on a podcast with anybody before. First of all, I was just getting into my own business and learning how to do lives, but you um, asked me on, I decided to do it, and you made me feel real comfortable, man, and it went really well, and I got a lot of you know, compliments about it, and that's actually one of the things that helped me to be more comfortable and open with doing my life. So I really appreciate you, man. I pray that God continues to bless your podcast and all the rest of your adventures and endeavors that you take part in. Happy anniversary, Young Entrepreneur's Mindset. It's been a whole entire year. It was a delight to be a part of your very first podcast. I've grown so much professionally and I've been able to share my story with so many other people because of the platform that you granted me. Most importantly, you've shown how effective leadership is because leaders develop leaders. Good luck to everything that you have set up for your future. As always, I will stay your number one fan. Hi, Angel. Congratulations on your one-year anniversary of your podcast. Um, I want to also thank you so much for having me on board and giving me the opportunity to bring my message to your audience. And uh, I wish you all the best and the best of success to you. And um, may God bless you and your family. Have a good one. just want to take this moment to say thank you so much for you. Thank you for being you unapologetically and congratulations on the anniversary of your podcast, Young Entrepreneur's Mindset. I just want you to know that I love the work that you're doing and God is pleased and I'm just excited about how he's going to use you in the future in doing the work of the Lord and I honestly am just so happy for you and uh, I'm blessed to know you and uh, I look forward to having you on my radio show soon and uh, I just want to wish you nothing but abundant blessings and sweatless victories take care wow well there you have it guys welcome once again to the young entrepreneur mindset podcast i am your host angel and listen guys thank you so much to everyone blessings to all thank you uh for your words uh for your support you know this this is a journey that you know i to be honest it just started with 
an idea one day. Uh, I always believe that, you know, God puts something in your heart. You, you go through with it and you let him do the rest, you know. So thank you to all that took uh, a few seconds. You know, I just reached out to some of my uh, guests. You know, if you haven't been able to send a video, when I, no worries. Just comment below. You know, send your love through the comment, through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatnot, through the YouTube channel. I greatly appreciate it. That's that's still showing your love and your support as well. So I know there's many guests that I, I've had on here, but I was not able to gather everyone's uh, video all at once. And I just wanted something brief uh, to celebrate, to be a part of the celebration. So thank you, guys. Thank you to all of you for your prayers, for your support. Uh, you know, it's not about the quantity. It's all about the quality, right? So when I, uh, I you know, started this project, I didn't know where it was going to go, but seeing the people that spoke here and many others that have written me uh, in the past and that were part of this, and I was able to give them just a, a platform to to maybe showcase what they do and whatnot. And, and listen, that's a blessing, man. And it's a blessing to connect with those people. So thank you guys, man. I appreciate it. And today, as you know, it's not really today, the anniversary day one today, but listen, it's, it's around this time where I reached out to this person today, my guest here, uh, coach V Torres, coach Valentine Torres. Uh, you know, she's my cousin from Indiana and listen, man, she's a wonderful person, an amazing person. When I reached out to her last year on this time, I told her I wanted on this platform, I wanted her to be the first one to start because I didn't know where this was going to go, what I was going to do, why even I was doing it. But as time can tell you, time is always your best friend, right? And it always shows you the fruits of what uh, the outcome of a project, of a vision, of a mission could come out to be, right? So... Today, she's here today. You know, she actually reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago and said, hey, Angel, remember we had that anniversary a year ago? And I was thinking and I was also thinking about it. And that's why great minds think alike, you know, and we came uh, uh, with the idea to come today to bring you so much information. She has so much to, to bring you to talk to about building resilience and becoming confident look listen when you look up the dictionary resilience i can see this woman there I, I see her face there i see her picture there because if someone has been through so much in their lives is this person here today so with that being said ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and welcome miss coach valentine torres hey how are you hon how is everything oh i'm well i'm well up here in indiana um, yes. It's spring, right? But this morning in Indiana, Northwest Indiana, um, we woke up to snow. And uh, yes, okay. snow. <laughs> I oh, was hoping my. for like a little bit more sunshine because later on on Saturdays, like every other 44-year-old woman, uh, we like to go <laughs> to Costco. We like to go to Costco and we like to stock up on everything for the next two to three weeks of our lives. And today's yeah. my Costco day trip. So I, um, I then just kind of flipped it and I said, that's all right. I got some other good things going on. I'm going to have a conversation with Angel today and I'm that's sure by right. the time I'm done with him, the snow's going to melt and the sun will be out and then I can make my trip to Costco. There you go. 
<laughs> like you said, being positive today, being productive and being mm-hmm. positive today. That's what you were sharing to me earlier. Yeah, here in Florida, believe it or not, we were like in the 90s and all of a sudden it's going down to like in the 40s today. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? We're like April 9th and, and we're still with this crazy weather. But I, I take that today's uh, Florida's weather other than the snow. That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, Valentine. Oh, my God. What amazing it is to be here again one year later. Oh, my God. Maybe not to the exact date, but I remember it was around April 15th, somewhere around that week. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing how you you even express so many things that have changed from that point on, right? And, yeah, you know, when I talked about the title, Building Resilience, if we look at the word resilience, it's, the, and the definition says, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness, etc. Now, the important thing is to recover, but recover from what? We could probably talk about that later. And it says recover quickly. Well, for some people, it could be quickly, to come people could be longer, right? Or they probably still mm-hmm. trying to recover as we speak mm-hmm. from difficulties and toughness. So building that resilience and becoming confident. You know, when I see Valentine Torres, for example, for you, using your example, because you're here, yeah. you're a mom, you're a sister, you're a mm-hmm. daughter, you're a wife, you're mm-hmm. a friend, you're a cousin, you're a teacher, you're a mentor, you're an entrepreneur, you're so many things, right? <laughs> But to to and that's and that's now, right? Now we're seeing the glory. We're seeing the fruits today. Yeah. And I love where if you could share just a little bit of, you know, for maybe people who didn't connect back then with us, take us through building that resilience, those difficult times that you went through. Go ahead and share your story, however you want to share it, and I want you to connect with my audience. Go ahead. You know, I'm a 44 year old woman. And the older I get, the more I talk about my age and the older I get, the more, the more pride I have in age, you know, like if you would have asked 24 year old Valentine, how are you going to feel when you're 44, 24 year old Valentine would have been like, I'm not turning 44. I'm going to be 24. I think I'm going to flip to 25 and I'm, I want to stop there, you know, cause life, life was great you know, at that age, you know, it was, I was working, I had a beautiful car. I I ventured out to Tampa, Florida to live for a while because I had a job that took me there, you know, and life was going really, really good, you know, and then I, I transitioned, I came back to Indiana because that wonderful job that I obtained in Tampa, Florida asked me, do you want to go back to Northwest Indiana? You know, and, and when people say, do you want to go back home? Home is always where the heart is, right? And right. Indiana's where my heart is. It's 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 our little region. You know, I'm very proud to be from the 219. You know, I've shared before. I was born in Gary, Indiana, to um, two incredible Puerto Rican parents. You know, I call them Gary Ricans because they have their own <laughs> way of life. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, going from going from living this glamorous life, I come back to Indiana and then decide to to into the world at some point into motherhood, you know, and where I was blessed with two beautiful children. Um, they're, they're just my world. Yeah. And, and I, I would have never thought that I would love motherhood. 
right? Like it, motherhood was always something that was so intimidating because my mother was intimidating. My grandmothers, my tias, everyone was so intimidating. I'm sure my children would tell you that I'm un- intimidating, but like I enjoy this role of life right now. It's it's fun to to lead them, to mold them, to correct them as, yeah. as because you know because you see that potential. Like oh my god, they're gonna be outstanding adults. Like yeah. let me just make sure that I keep whatever I'm doing. I'm gonna keep doing it right because I'm I'm reaping yeah. the rewards. But you know, 24 year old Valentine and 44 year old Valentine. You know, I didn't, I didn't know 24 year old Valentine didn't know her. I didn't know me who I was going to be today. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that all of these crazy obstacles that I had in life was going to bring me to a platform where I can maybe help other people that have had to face some hurdles. You know, um, when I did track in middle school, I remember when the track coach told me run the hurdles, you know, and so I go to run the hurdles hit the first turtle, fell on my face, gone, right? And and I got back up and I would try it again. And I said, hey, that hurdle is not for me. I'd like to try something else. You know, I say ran the 400 and the four and the four by eight. And I was like, this, I like this, this part of it, I like. So I learned at a very young age that if you hurt, if some, if you fall in it and you get hurt, admit it to yourself and then say, I'm not going to allow myself to get hurt anymore. So I'm going to go to this road and I'm going to drive down this path in life, you know? And I think exactly hurdles, when we face those hurdles, we fall down. We have to recognize that we're in pain and we have to find a new healing point. We have to change our trajectory of life. Right. So I've had to do that so many times, you know, and I think my first one was of course, transitioning into careers. That was a big um, transition. My yeah. first career change, um, I was married, you know, and I had to decide to remove myself from that marriage and then, you know, decide to enter motherhood now as a co-parent. You know, I, I don't use the term single mother because I'm not doing it alone. You know, I had this wonderful person that said, hey, it's OK. We can't do this marriage thing, but we can co-parent. We could raise these kids and and give them a healthy, loving two homes, you know. So that is that is what I do. I take a lot of pride in, in co-parenting and making sure that my children know, you know, you don't have two single parents. You just have you have two parents. They just live in two different households because they make a little they make different decisions in life. Sometimes it's different dinner decisions, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's me playing it lightly, right? <laughs> Be Absolutely. correct about divorce. Sometimes you just didn't agree on dinner every night. Yeah. <laughs> now I have full control of the dinners. I mean, every single night. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, I love to be in the kitchen. Yes. I love cooking. I love being in the kitchen. I post what I cook, you know, when I have an opportunity to. Um, I love sharing. I'm that social media person that people hate. I love sharing all the yummy meals that I make. I know. I've seen those. Oh, my God. Yes. The arroz con gandules, tostones. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Tostones. Yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> made a homemade picadillo the other day. Ooh, it was Ooh. good. So, so good, you know. Um, I love home cooking because I love healthy food and I like it to be home cooked. You know, I like to buy organic stuff. I like to get my vegetables that are more farm fresh vegetables and of course. bring it all together. You know, I'm competing yeah. in my head, like as if I'm going to go compete with Bobby Flay on Food Network. Yeah. 
you know, but that being said, you know, all these different hurdles, you know, I had to face that hurdle to co-parent and then becoming, living a different world, then put me in a transition where I had to change my career again. So I had to leave corporate America and I made a transition to go into education. Um, And man, it's been great. It's been great. I've been working in public education now um, for eight years. Um, and I transitioned from higher education, for-profit education, that corporate America side to going into public education. And okay. man, this world has just touched my heart, you know, and yeah. believe it or not, I'm one of those teachers that will say, I'm grateful that I was in this position during the pandemic. I'm grateful yes. for, for the hearts and the passion that I have for these kids that I was at least able to be an adult that was consistent in their life. You know, I, I told them all the time, you are, you are no obstacle to me. That's right. You know, this pandemic is difficult. You are no obstacle. I'm right here next to you. You know, you got pain. I feel your pain. You want to grow. I'm going to help you grow. You know, just always making sure I'm meeting them in the middle. So, okay. Look, I almost got emotional about that, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> it is. I mean, you're passionate about what you do. So, so when the students approach you, like, how take us through that process like what i know you're you're working with the hobart community is that correct Hobart high school yes okay okay and then you're helping the students from the high school to transition into college or university either college or careers as well so okay that's how I, yeah that's how i started in public education and i still use that platform as a career liaison um and then i transitioned into the business department and i also teach business class Okay. So um, in business is all about that transition because everything is a business. And they tell yeah. my students, their lives are a business plan, right? So if they want to transition from high school into a career, then we're going to do that, right? And if we want right. to transition from high school to college, we're going to do that. Many of my students are transitioning out of high school into college and work at the same time. Ooh, and that's wow. a relatable area for me because I worked full time and I went to college full time. So yeah. I was I was not privileged enough to be able to go directly into college without maintaining a full time job and financially supporting myself, you know. Of course. Um, and it's not that my parents couldn't, you know, like I always tell people, it's not that they couldn't. That was just yeah. the work ethic that was instilled in me. Those were the expectations from the, the world that I came from. My, you know, yeah. my parents helped me. I lived with my parents, you know, but the thought was you're going to go out and you're going to work. You're going to gain that experience of life and you're going to go out. And if you want to study in college, then you study in college. So I did it both at the same time. And so uh, many people in today's society are that way. You know, it's it's a very smaller percentage that's going from high school directly to college without yeah. needing immediate working skills, you know, those transferable skills as they talk about. So um, I'm happy to take, I tell students, I'll take you wherever you want to go, wherever you want to go in life. Let's, but it's about creating a plan. So I, right. I just okay. focus on making sure that they have that plan for themselves. A roadmap. Absolutely. Yes. And also, yes. you know, I mean, going back, you know, when we were at that age, I mean, if I put myself, you know, to Angel when he was 18, you know, it's a lot about build, building confidence because we're also talking about becoming very confident at that age, you know, at, at a, a, a late teenage years, you know, it's hard to build that confidence. You know, a lot of people, I mean, some are born with it, you know, obviously some are born with it, but for those students that you work with, or maybe those, uh, uh, you know, boys or girls, whichever, and that you're working, how, how do you work with them? Do you see that 
that you, they need to build that confidence first before you do that roadmap as to where where they want to go and whatnot? Yes. Very specifically, I focus on time management, time management organization. Um, what I do with all my business students, and I and I actually did this when I was working in higher education when I was a manager with my employees. And what we okay. did was a SWOT analysis, right? Okay. And I call it the four square of life. Your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. So when I was in, in for-profit education, we did a SWOT analysis. So all of my employees had to come to the table with a beautiful PowerPoint presentation explaining all of their strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And they did it in bullet form um, fashion. And I can tell you that I saw growth with my employees because I would tell them, why is this a threat? Let's talk about these threats. Can we flip them into some opportunities, you know, how do we flip our weaknesses into our strengths, you know, how and we would focus on that weakness. And it was a lot about confidence, insecurities, getting them to talk about it. Um, even with my employees, sometimes I remember I used to have like, they, they were from Dollar Tree and they were journals and I would give them to my employees and I go, why don't you, those weaknesses, why don't you journal about it? You don't got to share it with me. That's none of my business, right. but journal about it admit to what your own wrongdoings are. You know, if you come to work late every day, is it because you're not really setting your alarm clock or is it because you're not going to bed at a decent time? And when I was dealing with adults, I'd be like, were you out partying all night? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's going to hinder you from doing a good job, right? So now I take that same concept with my high school students, right? So the first thing that we do at the start of every year, any business student that's had me, we do a SWOT analysis and I give them like a list of transferable skills, employability skills, and then a, a list of vocabulary words that are all confident boosters. Because I want them to look at those vocabulary words and identify with them. And of if course. They can't identify with them. I want them to be able to define why, why that is, you know, and with high school students, it could be um, I was given time in class to do work, but instead I grabbed my phone and I decided to scroll through whatever social media um, app that I have. Three of them have at least like seven to 10 apps. I don't think people understand yeah. how many, they, you know, a lot of parents, like they think they're playing on like one app. I'm like, they're playing on seven to 10. And that doesn't even include the amount of games that they have, right? Some of them yeah. are playing social media. They're actually just playing games, competitive. Um you know, but with that being said, I, I work with kids and I make them understand, like, is it in your best interest to spend seven hours a day on social media? You know, um, and then I try to help them with understanding on social media. Who are you following? What content are you feeding? Yes. Your you know, and I always try to give them positive people to follow. You know, it's like go on your Instagram, follow this person. We, we talk about cell phones and social media and all of that a lot. I'm not one of those teachers that I'm grabbing it out of their hands or garnishing it. it, it my, my thoughts are parents are sending their children to school with these devices and it's up to parents to help manage. And if yes. they don't see that it's an issue, it's going to be, it's, it's a very hard conversation to have Yeah, with, it is. You know, when that other side doesn't see it, you know, um, but many of my parents, many of parents do see it. You know, I'm not saying mine specifically, but no, course, um, just yeah. in general, but all, I think they all see that. And kids see it too. And kids understand what it is they have to work on, you know? So that yeah. analysis, when I'm working with high school students, it starts right there. And then that's when they're able to start focusing on the importance of time management. A uh -huh. lot of their weaknesses is coming from time management. 
and then organization skills. And in organization skill, I tell them sometimes it's a bedtime routine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I always say, set an alarm for yourself at 9.30 p.m. And at 9.30, say, you know what? I'm done conversating, socializing. I'm going to go take a shower now. I'm going to meditate a little bit. I'm yeah. going to maybe grab a book and read and put myself to bed with some material that's going to make me a better person in the morning. You know, and I'm going to make sure that when I set my alarm, I wake up the very first time that alarm sets, you know, and I yeah. tell them, if you can organize that part of your life, man, you'd be a powerhouse. Guess and right. as adults, as adults, those are things we work on. You know, that's something yeah. that I, I focus on every night. That's big for me, for me to manage my time and, and to feel effective with what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I organize a task as simple as my, bed, my bedtime routine. Yeah. And you mentioned it. I mean, you know, that you, you, you yourself had to do a cleanse from social media. Yeah. Now, what, why, what made you do that? Go ahead and share that because I mean, it's important because social media consumes any age. Let me tell you, it, it's from youth, mid-age to older. I mean, it consumes a lot. Right. right. Absolutely. I love how you slid right. In. I, I walked right into that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I walked right into that, right? Yeah. I'm in full denial right now that I'm on a social media cleanse, right? Like, yeah. Hopefully, I have good cousins that send me the bochinche, like little screenshots. I know. <laughs> Look at what happened. JLo got engaged this morning. I was like, oh, meet up on a job. You know? <laughs> I know. Somebody got slapped in the Oscars. Like, oh, really? Oh, right, right. I was on TV. I did watch that happen. Oh, but, my God. Um, yeah, I decided, um, you know, in the school, in schools, we're broken up into quarters. There's four quarters and a 180 day window. And those quarters go by fast and they're nine weeks yeah. long, right? So me being a businesswoman, you know, the calendar year goes by quarters as well. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take a quarter off of mm. social media, right? So nice. I can't let it consume 100% of, of me, right? Yeah. So I have to take you know, I, I'm usually pretty good about like, okay, after 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, I won't go on social media during the school week, right? Like during the work week. Yeah. You know, like maybe on a late Friday night, Saturday night, it's no big deal. I'll scroll late at night. But um, I was walking into my fourth quarter of work. So I said, you know, <laughs> I really have a lot of projects that I'm working on that I'm passionate about. And I want to be able to put my all into it. And I don't want anything going out in the world right now to steer me in the wrong direction. Distraction. Right. Yep. So, you know, because sometimes you can read something online and then all of a sudden you're Googling this, you're Googling this, you're reading mm -hmm. this, you're reading the comments and you start that at three o'clock in the afternoon and it's five 30. <laughs> like, oh my God. Did I just sit here for two and a half hours? Uh -huh. What did I learn about myself? And did I grow? Right. Exactly. So right now I'm just growing. I'm growing. It's spring. I'm growing like a flower. That's right. So I'm just allowing all of my energy to come naturally, to come from the sun, from the Amen. air that I breathe, from, um, you know, I've been cleansing health food-wise as well. Just wow. seen a lot of intermittent fasting and, and meditating. Yeah. So it's it's been very nice right now. I just feel very like... I, it's spring blossoms. That's what I'm doing. I'm blossoming That's right. with the spring. That's awesome. So let's talk, talk about that. You know, what has changed for Valentine in a year? 
at least from the podcast. I know you had so many changed, so many achievements. I've seen you with, you know, uh, what is it here? Um, the, the mom thing. You were you were in so many. You were, I think, you were in, in the TEDx and whatnot. You were in a magazine. Yeah, not the TEDx. I hope no, TEDx, okay. But I did host a TEDx talk as the community. Okay, that's what it was. I saw a mm-hmm. photo of it. Okay, so go ahead and talk about your achievements that Valentine has uh, reached so far. So. In this last year, since we've met, um, I did a talk of what's called uh, Listen to Your Mother. And I talked about on a stage, and this was happening during a Mother's Day weekend, I talked about how culturally where I'm from, everyone's a mother. Your mother, your tias, your grandmothers, your prima hermanas, your older sisters, they're all mothers, right? So I, I came from a world where women were an important role in the household, right? Okay. And and we were very much equal, equal to, to our male counterparts, you know, but our voice was used in a different way. And it was always with the children and it was with the younger people of the family. And I'm so glad that I came from that type of environment where the mothers just took care of everyone in the family, you know, That's while- right. You know, so maybe it's 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 old school. Some people can say, you know, where the men had their jobs and they maintained the manly things and the women just maintained motherhood. But I just feel like we took motherhood to a whole new level. The women level. Awesome. We took it to a new level where, you know, we learned about eating healthy, cooking in the kitchen, gardening, planting, being advocates for ourselves, having a Ooh. voice, you know, having a career having an education, um, you know, all the confidence that I've received in my life, many of it has come from all of the women in my life. So I talked about that on a stage and it was great. Okay. Um, I've been a big part of a program that is getting ready to be released. It's called 40 Women, on um, 40, 40 over 40. And so okay. I just am doing a piece on that about um, helping women be their truest self. And I think at this point in my age, because I am a mother, I'm a career woman, I've been married once, divorced yeah. once, remarried, right. you know, um, that's many women my age, you know, and yeah. I think that all of those different things about me and makes me who I am today. And, and I'm happy to be a part of this program because after the age of 40, we don't quit, you know, <laughs> we just keep going, you know, it's like... Yeah. Like for me, I just feel like I'm just now starting, right? Mm. I, I'm in this transition where I'm raising my children, but they'll be adults soon. And I want yeah. to transition into what I'm doing while I watch my children transition into adults. That's right. So I just, I want to continue to grow and, and grow. Yes. Um, the other big thing that I liked that I was in, there's a magazine here in Northwest Indiana called Mom to Mom, NWI. Oh, and yeah. They featured me in the month of August uh, to kick off the school year. And the feature was about um, working moms, working moms in education. So that was great. I really, really enjoyed that. You know, I sitting on some boards. I sit on a board for the Hobart Education Foundation. I sit on a board for the Hobart Teachers Credit Union. I like that. I recently was asked to be part of the legislative committee 
uh, for the Indiana Latino Institute. Um, I'll be representing District 1, which is Northwest Indiana. Okay. And, and I'm reading off my notes here because I love their mission statement for the IMI. Yeah. And their mission statement is to devise a plan to better serve Latinos when it comes to public policy. The mission is to improve health and advance education for the Indiana Latinos community through statewide advocacy, research, and culturally responsive programs. And I've pulled that from the internet because, you know, yeah, <laughs> everything's online. And I love what they stand for. So I've been asked to sit on that committee for the 22-23 years. So I'm excited to, to be a part of that um, organization and to meet some other outstanding Standing Latino leaders here in the state of Indiana that yeah. are doing nothing more but to continue to build, build Latinos, you know, provide them with the education resources they needed with the health, with that's awesome. With everything. So it's it's a really awesome uh, nonprofit organization. And yeah. and they're doing yeah. some they're doing some great things, you know. I I recently was interviewed by our yearbook committee at the high school. Ah. So they nice. said they were going to do a feature on me in the yearbook. And it was so sweet because after the interview, um, I said something and it made it into a quote. And so he's put it in the yearbook. And what I had said was when he said, what advice would you give high school students? And I go, I would tell them, go chase the money, <laughs> chase the knowledge, because gaining knowledge is going to help you accomplish your dreams. I think right now the where we are with inflation and people talking about yeah. money um, people talk about money in such a greedy way, Yeah, in such a greedy way, you know, and the thing about it is I tell people money exists. Anyone can have money. Anyone can have lots and lots of money. You got to get up, wake up and work for it. Right. Right. But you also can't create a life chasing the money and mm. then ignore the knowledge that needs to be obtained to maintain the money. Right. Because right. I can go out and I can apply for that. I can think, oh, well, I'm not deserving until I have a $30 an hour job. But you're not going to get that $30 an hour job until you can create prove that you have the knowledge for that job. And there's uh -huh. a part of society that's forgetting that you have to obtain the knowledge. You know, you you have to prove the work ethic. You have to prove that you have yeah. the ability to get up and do and the job. And you have to start from the bottom one. You have to start from the 12, the 15, the 18, you know, work your way up. People now just because, oh, I have, you know, I, I think I deserve this. Well, prove it and start from the bottom. Right. Right. You know, hey, I started busting tables at a pizza joint in town. It was not a glamorous job. <laughs> and then the dishwasher used to call off almost every time I worked. And I would then have to be the dishwasher. I remember that. And story. then, and then if the chicken wasn't going on battering raw chicken, it was a disgusting <laughs> job. But you know, we have to start somewhere. I, you know, yeah. we, we, you have to see an opportunity, and then you have to sell yourself on it. You know, I, I found a sales job, and the job was only for part time only. And okay. I said, I'll take it, even though I was looking for full time work. I said, I'll take it. So I took that part time job in a maintain a part-time waitressing job to supplement my own income. Right. Mm -hmm. But at that job with that corp, that corporate job that I had, I proved myself and I woke up, I showed up and I went over and beyond every single time, yeah. every single time I went over and beyond. And then when a full-time position came up, I got my full-time position. 
And I proved myself then. And when that, when that management position came up, I obtained that management position, you know? And so people have to understand the ladder of life. You know, it's not just about, well, I'm going to go chase this $30 an hour job, but I'm not going to walk that ladder of life to get, Mm -hmm. you know? So I try to send that message across too. Some people hear me. Some people hear me. Yeah. So what I have here, because you wrote here, your motto. Talk about that motto right here. Go ahead and say it. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but in habit. Right. We are what we repeatedly do. And that, you know, if I repeatedly wake up every day and I decide to drink a cup of coffee, do yoga, go to work, that's who I am. Right. If I decide while I'm at my job to go over and beyond every single time, then that's who I am. You know, if I decide to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do as a mother, and that is establishing a foundation, establishing rules, um, establishing morals, then that's who I am. Right. You know, but, um, it's like Aristotle says, excellent then is not an act, but then it becomes a habit. So now I have the habits of going over and beyond for what needs to be done. I have the habits of instilling values as a mother. I have the habits of making sure that instead of spending two and a half hours on social media, that I pick up a book and I'm reading and I'm gaining knowledge to grow and to blossom, you know? That's right. Those are the types of habits I'm trying to develop and instill. Develop, of course. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's awesome. And I mean, that's I congratulate you, you know, for all your achievements that you've done in, in 2021. And, you know, so far in 2022, you have done so much, not only for yourself, but for the community. You have been, I, I believe, the voice for the voiceless, right? You have been that role model for the, the young Latina or, or even the young female not just in the Latin community, but overall. And, and that's awesome because you have been that role model. And I congratulate you publicly. And I, 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 you know, through this platform, you know, I'm proud that you are of my family, you know, my cousin, and you have cheese so much and you're that role model. But for someone who's probably listening for the first time, I want to leave you with the last word of, of like an open mic. You know, what would you say to that young female, whether it's the Latin community, Asian, Indian, white, Caucasian, anything that you could tell them today. And and they're probably trying to find themselves, right? They're trying to build that resilience, becoming confident, whatnot. What what would you express to someone right now? Um, One thing I've always said is only you can define you. Um, you have full control on how you are defined, right? And sometimes defining ourselves is creating blocks, right? Sometimes when we have someone in our life that is defining us in a negative way, we have to create a block because that shouldn't be how you define yourself. If someone thinks of you in a negative way, you have to be able to say, I'm not that person and create a block from that, right? And I think who we connect with as, as women is very important. Um, as, human, as human beings, who we connect with is very important. And I am very, very protective of who I connect with. 
right? And yeah. so if there was someone out there that is tr- is struggling to blossom, to come out of their shell, I would tell that first and foremost, disconnect from anyone who does not have your best interests. Write yeah. down how you want to be defined. If you want to be defined as a loving human being, write it down and live only as a loving human being and only allow people in your life that will love you equally the way you will love them back, right? And this yeah. you can do in any entity. Um, I, I would always start there. And then second, because I'm a business person, I would then organize yourself. I love journaling. And when in 2018, I started my MBA program when I turned 40. And I bought this journal by Mel Robbins called the Five Second Journal. I love this journal. And it takes two to three minutes of your day to complete, right? And and, And I prioritized what I wanted to do. I wrote down three things I was grateful for. I wrote down what kind of mood I felt felt like when I woke up in the morning, whether I felt meh or whether I felt joyful, right? And I wrote down goals that I had for just that day, right? And just wrote my to-do list down. So the second thing, after you've defined who you are, then organize it, create a structure. Your life is a business and you've got to take pride in your life and your day-to-day habits. You got to, you got to set an alarm and wake up every day. You have to set an alarm to go to bed at night. You know, you you have to eat healthy. You have to exercise. Yeah. Any in any shape or form, whatever that looks like to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sometimes exercising to me is dancing salts on my kitchen for twenty minutes while I'm making <laughs> beans. There you go. Yeah. Right? I'm like, ooh, these are some calories mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat and right I- now. <laughs> salsa dance in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You know, um. And, and and you've got to be you've got to take pride in managing your time. You got to be yeah. got to take pride in showing up on time. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take pride in knowing when to leave. <laughs> That's right. You <know? laughs> yeah. You got to take pride in all of those things. You know. You have to. And you got to take pride in yourself. You know, sometimes there's people that struggle just to wake up and take a shower. Their depression is taking them over. Their anxiety. Yeah. You know. My gosh, if if you heard me today for the first time, I'd be like, go take a shower, wash your hair and put some lipstick on. And yep. even if it's to go to the kitchen to eat yogurt, then yeah. you feel like <laughs> I've done something. Yeah, it builds right? your self-esteem, you know. You've got to build your self-esteem, you know, and, and you've got to believe in yourself and you have to know that only you can define you. And the day you take control of defining who you are. That's it. That's it. Like you, you now have your life. It's in your hands. You put it in your heart. You protect it, and you're like, yeah. "This is my life. I told me vida, and I'm gonna protect it." Right. That's right. That's right. Wow, that's awesome, Valentine. Thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, this has been it's been great. Look at this. The time again has flown. <laughs> Last time we did this, it was like an hour flew by. It's like, oh my god, and we were so. It was so much fun. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here again. Thank you so much for your support. I'm definitely, like you said in, in the in the video, my number one fan. So I appreciate that. I do want to leave a quote that um, I saw this week, and it applies to you and applies to anyone who's watching this. And it's from Jackie Robinson. And it says, a life is not important except 
in the impact it has on other lives. That's amazing. I just had to share that with you because I heard that this week. I was getting ready for the podcast, and now God was like, hey, remember that quote? And then I was like, oh, yes, let me get that quote. A life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. Wow. That, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, I, yeah. like I mean, what, a part of defining ourselves is deciding what kind of impacts we're going to leave, right? What yeah. kind of legacy we're going to leave. I believe yeah. in the legacy because the people before me, my, my family members and great friends that I've met before me that have passed on have left legacies. Yes. I love it. And I yeah. love it, you know, and, and people should take pride in, in defining, I'm going to leave my legacy. This yep. is what I want to be known, you know, and if you live your life knowing that when you get to that milestone, because death is real, mm -hmm. um, gosh, think about how peaceful you'll be yes. in that moment. Yes, absolutely. And that's what it's all all about is about leaving that impact in other people's lives that's why i think you and all the other people that you know sent those videos over and i was able to showcase that not because you know i wanted to be like you know people talking about me actually it was aura martinez uh i want to salute her because she's actually the one that told me why don't you gather some videos from uh people you know that have been guests on the past and i was like okay i was like but then you know something inside me felt like i don't want to be uh, you know, my, you know, people think that, oh, this, this guy wants me to talk about him and, you know, that ego thing. But that was, you know, the other voice, you know, talking. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it because it's something that has to be done. And it's, it just shows the fruits of the people that you touch. And it, and it shows that. Yeah. I, th I thought it was amazing. I thought it was, it was an amazing. I really enjoyed watching it. Happy one year anniversary. Yes. We made it. Pretend there's yeah. <laughs> Confetti's falling. I can see it already. Balloons, everything. Yes. But the more important thing is to leave an impact in people's lives. So amen to that. Thank you, Valentine, for your time. Blessings to you and your family. And I'll be talking to you soon. I'm going to call your daddy, which is he's here in Orlando. And we'll probably go and uh, have some dinner or something. So I'm going to call him up now. So, Josie, what's up, Josie? <laughs> Good. Take care of Poppy for me. <laughs> okay, I will. You take care of yourself and have a safe weekend. Thank you. Bye now. Saludos. All right, folks. So there you have it, guys. Um, thank you so much for everyone's support. Um, as you know, all the audio downloads going to be available shortly on the platforms that you see there on the screen, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. I'm going to send the links shortly. So, guys. Uh, you can also follow me on the Twitter account under Angel Santos 75 and on Instagram under Angel Santos Podcast. I also have Valentine's links. They're going to be uh, on the description below, and you'll be able to uh, follow her and even contact her if, if for any reason you have to, okay? So, guys, I do want to leave you with uh, one of my favorite scriptures, and it's in Proverbs 9, 10, 11, and it says, To be wise, you must first have reverence for the lord if you know the holy one you have understanding wisdom will add years to your life so there you have it folks listen i'll see you on the next uh episode of the young entrepreneur mindset podcast thank you all for tuning in and i will see you on the next episode god bless and see you soon oh and by the way 
Yes, I am working on a new podcast, which we're working to launch next uh, Sunday, which is the 17th, right? We're going to call it Resurrection Day. I'm going to have a friend of mine, a minister, and I'm going to have that shortly. So look out for the Positive Sunday podcast, which is going to be every Sunday with a positive message from real people, real stories. So tune in shortly to that, all right? Take care. God bless. Thank you.